0: Hi, I'm Melanie Welch, and this is the Unmaking Me podcast. Here, we have a space to talk about the experience of transforming our lives to build a life full of joy and purpose. If you're feeling unsatisfied with your life, even though you've achieved all the things that society has wanted from you, this is a place for you. We connect about our experience as we learn, grow, and heal those tender parts of ourselves to allow for something beautiful to emerge. These are just my opinions, beliefs, and experiences, and in no way a substitute for care from your qualified healthcare provider. Hello, and welcome to Unmaking Me. I'm Melanie Welch. Have you experienced a situation where you just feel like you don't belong? Maybe you're in a new space or a room or an organization where it doesn't feel like you are well-suited to being in that place. And maybe you are well-suited by all objective measures, but sometimes it doesn't feel like that inside. Well, I have been probably constantly feel like this. I think I am constantly living in, in this state. And I think it's often referred to as imposter syndrome. And we'll talk a bit today about that definition, whether that's really accurate and whether you feel like that reflects your experience. But personally, you know, I'm reflecting on how often I just feel like I don't belong. I wanted to share a bit of my own experience and talk about this concept of imposter syndrome that's been kind of rattling around in my brain over the last while There's an article in Harvard Business Review in 2021, I believe, from two women, Richika Telshian and Jodianne Burry, who wrote about this concept of imposter syndrome and highlighted the fact that imposter syndrome really doesn't address what's really going on, especially with women of color, with women and others who are from traditionally excluded and marginalized groups. And I've been thinking a lot about my own experience, recognizing I'm a white woman and I could not possibly speak for the experience of people whose gender also intersects with race, disability, sexuality, any number of experiences that would place a person in a historically marginalized group. As I think about imposter syndrome, my own experiences are such that in situations where I feel like I'm not in my element, where it's happened to me, I was thinking about this over the last while, is when I've been in. So I'm a family physician presenting to groups of specialists on some topics, just never feeling good enough. It was so uncomfortable for me that I just was not able to continue with some of the talks that I was doing because. I felt really uncomfortable and there are many other situations where I feel like I'm just not good enough. There are a number of definitions for imposter syndrome, but this original work on the topic of imposter syndrome was done by two women back in 1978. They coined the term imposter phenomenon at the time. So Clance and Imes had this concept that high achieving women who had had, I outstanding academic and professional successes were believing that they just weren't good enough and that they were fooling people that it was really luck that had led to their success. And it's really taken off as a phenomenon a lot of people have shared that this makes sense to them. But there's been some criticism like in this Harvard Review article about the fact that it really doesn't address that most of the time when women feel they don't belong it's because they're made to not feel like they belong through systemic structures that keep them out of those places or keep them uncomfortable in those places. Microaggressions, macroaggressions, and absolutely, I can only imagine what this would be like for Indigenous women, women of color, Asian women, Black women, women with disabilities, LGBTQ plus women. So the criticism of this concept is that we're missing the mark because everyone has taken the approach of, well, you have imposter syndrome, you need to fix yourself. But in fact, there's a huge systemic and structural component to this, where if we're setting up structures where people feel like they don't belong in workplaces, for example, or in organizations, then it's actually the job of that organization and the culture to change those places to help people feel that they can work to the best of their abilities and are embraced for who they are. Where I think we can show up as individuals is continuing to share our experiences, to be as transparent and authentic as we can be under the circumstances that we're in. I've been thinking about this a lot in relation to this podcast. It's a passion project of mine that I've started, but I feel constantly out of my depth doing this And have often questioned whether I'm going down the right path. But it's a space that's new and growing. And I do feel that there's room for someone like me here. And so I know intellectually it's something I should keep doing. So the part that I can do to to contribute to starting to change some of these systems and structures is keep showing up working on what I can do to change the culture in the places that I work in, live in, engage in, and helping as many people as possible feel like they fit in. The skills they have are exactly what are needed in those environments. I've shared a fascinating article in the show notes written by a woman who's an Indigenous librarian, and she shares her experience as well as a number of tools that she's created around addressing the dynamics when women join organizations and particularly women of color join organizations. So definitely encourage you to check that out. There's some great resources there. And how do we create support for people who want to try something new? Those it's, I've been really reflecting on the where does a line between imposter syndrome and just that discomfort of growth like where does imposter syndrome end and the discomfort of normal growth begin. And I haven't figured that piece out that this classical definition of imposter syndrome, we feel just not quite comfortable in our own skin and in a particular space organization or role, but that also is normal when growing and expanding and trying new things. And certainly I've been experiencing that recently as I've embarked on this podcast so that's normal. It's normal to be uncomfortable in a space that's brand new to me, a space that I'm not that comfortable in. And so I don't want to overly pathologize that experience either, that actually that discomfort of growth is necessary. And that's when when the magic really happens. But how do we differentiate that from the systemic aspects of of organizations and cultures that really keep people from being able to live authentically keep people always on their toes, uncomfortable, and not feeling like they truly belong. I don't have any answers to this question, but I'm really curious about your thoughts. When you've tried new things, if you've explored, tried something out of your comfort zone, how did you feel? Was it excruciatingly uncomfortable did you feel good about the growth but also nervous? did you feel like imposter syndrome address that concern? I'd really be curious about your perspectives on that line between healthy growth and imposter syndrome and of course these really important topics about the structural and systemic aspects that keep people feeling uncomfortable in their spaces, roles and organizations that are not imposter syndrome. That's actually more of a systemic phenomenon. Thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate you listening. I would love to get your feedback on this episode. You can connect with me in a few different ways. You can send me an email. I'm always happy to receive those. It's hello at melaniewelch.ca. You can connect with me on Instagram. You can send me a message there. I'm at melaniewelchmd. You can check out some of my videos on TikTok. It's at Dr. Mel as well on TikTok. And I have one special request of you this week. I really want to give you the topics and information that are most helpful to you. So if you would consider completing a survey, it's a very brief three-question survey. Just asking what are the topics, the situations, the things you're struggling with the most, what are the barriers to moving forward on things that you do want to achieve And I am giving away Starbucks gift cards to people who complete the survey. I'll enter your name in a draw for a Starbucks gift card. It will take you less than a minute to complete. So if you can go to melaniewelch.ca and answer those three quick questions, it'll help me to give you the best information possible. Thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate you. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you back next week.